Welcome to the Arts Hubber, a regular look inside Australian arts and artists. I'm your host, George Dunford. So the notion of a place that you're longing for that may not have existed in the first place, but you're, you're quite away from it. Um, that got me thinking about the ghost light, the light that is left on in a theatre uh, when the theatre is dark. And of course, we had this long silence of, of 2020 when theatres were closed across the world. Um, but the notion of actually creating music for the ghosts, so having this beautiful theatre as a backdrop performing on stage um, and actually, you know, also recording in a theatre, which is very different from a recording studio. That's Associate Professor Rick Chu talking about and playing his work Hareth in the deserted Her Majesty's Theatre in Ballarat. This month, in a special edition of the Arts Hubbub supported by Federation University, we talk to Rick about art, teaching and what we can learn from that long silence of 2020. Before coming to lead the Arts Academy at Federation University, Rick had a long career as a composer and academic, but he began his own education as a singer. I have been a um, professional artist for for many years. I I trained at the Royal College of Music in London as a singer, as a classical singer. Um, But really what happened from then on was really quite interesting because I got involved with a lot of premieres of new works uh, as an opera singer and as a classical singer. So that, you know, that was really fascinating to see composers and writers going through the process of making a piece um, and actually being a sort of fly on the wall um, in, in those scenarios. As with many careers in the arts, Rick's career progression wasn't straightforward. He looked at several different art forms before finding his way to music. Well, initially it was, it was a decision between music and visual art. So I had to make that, that choice. Um, and I think I made the right choice. But it, it's not that the visual art hasn't been important to me ever since. You know, I often think in terms of imagining events when I'm composing a piece of music. You know, it's not so much about the sound as the whole event. And that's a very practical way of thinking too. Um, you know, and what are the underlying consequences of that event as well? How does music intersect with society? What are the kinds of questions we're trying to deal with um, that are not to do necessarily with the abstract realm of the sound itself? Um, but it's a way of bringing people into the room. And I think that that's really always been fascinating to me. So my career has really meandered. And the interesting thing was that I realised now that being in the room with other people who were making things um, and dealing with those challenges was, was a key factor in that, that I felt that in talking to them that, and, you know, meeting with them, learning from them on the job. You know, I'm a, I was a singer in some of these environments, so I had a particular function. Um, but it led to actually creating in my own way
Riggs saw success as a principal with the Royal Shakespeare Company, English National Opera and Opera Factory, then gravitated towards composing with commissions from the Young Vic Theatre Company, Covent Garden, Vienna Festival and Adelaide Festival. But when he moved to Australia, he changed tack in his career. So I got very interested again in coming back into academia once I moved to Australia in 2005. I worked at UniSA and at the Conservatorium um, at Elder the Elder Conservatorium at Adelaide um, and taught on various courses, you know, the jazz course where I ran a choir and, you know, just got involved in various types of music making. And then the opportunity came for uh, for moving to Victoria and to this um, extraordinary place, the Arts Academy. I think the first thing that struck me was that it was a whole arts school. So we had a number, a cluster of, of really interesting buildings, some, you know, sort of an amalgam of, of new and old. So it was the notion of a whole art school, a place where, um, you know, there was a sort of collaborative sense of community around making of art. And that really chimed with the way I think about things, because as a composer, I'm not necessarily thinking about concert works. I'm, all, I'm always thinking about, theatre or an sort of, if you like, an external stimulus uh, to the music. Because I've written so much theatre music and, uh, and also music for, you know, documentary film and so on. That love of collaboration and making music with others was interrupted by COVID. In 2020, even before a personal loss during the pandemic occurred, Rick was surprised by how lockdown affected him. I loved it initially. I think actually being an introvert myself, it was really important. <laughs> I think it was a great, uh, I, I was quite happy working from home. Um, but but it's a very intense environment being online all the time um, without that sense of community around you in that immediate sense. I think the uh, the thing that occurred to me very quickly was that I was gravitating towards um, certain composers as a result of it. And really interestingly, that was Schubert, first and foremost. I started playing the Schubert Four Impromptus again, which I, I learned as a pianist, you know, when I was training. But I started playing them again, and there's something about that particular voice. I think that many of us may have found that a particular artist is something they gravitated to during that time. And there's something very um, introverted about Schubert's music, which I think I found very comforting during that time. I also, you know, this is just a, a personal uh, thing, but I but I lost my mother halfway through last year in the UK. And I wasn't able to attend the funeral except to be online. So, you know, that that's replicated by so many people across the globe at the moment. So there was a sort of personal element in that, which I think, again, gravitated me towards a certain kind of music that I wanted to listen to or I felt comforted by. I think actually part of the um, the inspiration for composing that piece in the theatre was was very much based on, on that, trying to, in a sense, well, make sense of it. And also uh, there's a self-soothing that goes on as an artist as well. And it's to do with mindfulness. It's to do with what we're training the students to do here. You know, how do you cope with adversity, with grief, uh, with those with those difficult things in life, and retain a positive outlook and um, and keep trying. You know, keep keep moving forward. 
Federation University Arts Academy, our students thrive in our dynamic community of performers and theatre makers, located in the heart of Ballarat. Our multidisciplinary approach to training includes classes in acting, singing, dance, theatre making and mindfulness. And our versatile students are prepared for careers in stage, screen, multimedia and the emerging creative industries. You can visit Federation University Arts Academy by booking a VIP tour or meet us at our open day in August. For more information, visit federation.edu.au slash artsacademy. make our way up uh, to the stage which is empty um, but the staff the technical staff have lit the theatre auditorium beautifully and the, the piano's in place and the there's very subtle lighting on the two stands for the musicians for the cellist and violinist um, and we just start to play and that's um a rather beautiful moment because the staff start to gather in the shadows and you realise that they've been listening to music on their iPhones uh, you know, for nearly 12 months since the building has been closed and that there's been no live music in the building, there's been no sound of that kind um, going on and this is a new piece, they don't know it um, but they're gathering around and they're, they're they're connected to it. And that was really, it was a really beautiful moment um, to see how much it meant to people um, to be back in this building. That's Rick talking about that electric moment when he first played music again in the middle of lockdown with Danya Lavrova on violin and Lachlan Dent on cello. It's their collaboration, Hyreth, which roughly translated from Welsh means longing. Coming out of 2020, we all experienced that longing, but it was also a year that made us rethink our arts practices. I think one of the big lessons of, of last year was, you know, the single business model of, of, of live performance and how problematic that is. And what I noticed, was, well, because, you know, it's based on box office. So if you can't do that, how do you operate? You know, what are the new ways in which you're going to operate? And it's fascinating seeing the, the sort of behemoth companies struggling with that and the smaller scale, more agile companies, the more experimental theatre companies thriving in a way that they maybe hadn't been able to before. The last year has taught us all that arts practices have to evolve to survive. As an educator, Rick has had to look at giving students different sets of skills to those offered in more traditional education. I think flexibility is the key thing. So when I was going through a training, it was very much, you know, you're training to be a, you know, uh, and in my sense, a classical singer, an opera singer, you know, it's a very sort of particular line of skills and, and the notion of excellence that comes with that. Um, but what I railed against was the notion that there was a lot of other things that I was interested in, which somehow didn't fit into that. So I'm really 
thrilled that we've come to a position now where the notion of flexibility is, is of prime importance because it's not about having one career. There may be many careers that you have as an artist and it's about considering how those things fit together for you. There's also the notion that you know, the jobs are changing. There are jobs we can't imagine within the creative industries which are currently under discussion. You know, I remember having a conversation at the VCA some time ago, which is really interesting about um, the jobs of the future and how that's going to Im- impact the creative arts sector. Um, jobs we can't imagine, jobs like a, a nostalgist, who is somebody who would collect and curate the thoughts and memories of somebody who was losing their memory and how you know a performing artist a theater maker might be the best person equipped to do that there's no crystal ball about the future of the arts or how we can teach young artists but as an educator at the arts academy what rick aims for is inspiring students while providing them with lifelong skills what i found during my life was that nobody told me not to be an artist which was really important and I think that you know now with ever increasing fees in terms of you know the creative arts and and uh, and many other disciplines in the arts you know that's that's more of a it's an, an expensive decision for somebody to kind of take time off their hunter-gathering duties and <laughs> spend three years on a performing arts course or a visual arts course but it's it's absolutely vital. If we learned anything from last year, it was how we kept going was, you know, through our immersion in artistic practice. Um, it kept us all together in, you know, mentally in terms of our well-being too. So I think that it's about managing that expectation because a lot of our students come out of high school and there's a certain expectation that they have of the kinds of things they're going to do. Um, managing that and saying okay right professionals are looking at this sort of activity and this is what you know we're going to encourage you to look at you know how how you are resilient how you really maximize the training that you have here um, to be somebody who can continue and actually also be articulate about what you do Associate Professor Rick Chu is just one of the leading academics at Federation University Arts Academy, one of Australia's leading destinations for performing arts studies. Students thrive in our dynamic community of performers and theatre makers. Discover all our degrees at federation.edu.au slash artsacademy. Thanks for listening to the Arts Hub which was supported this month by Federation University's Arts Academy. Our guest this month was Associate Professor Rick Chu. The Arts Hubbub is produced by John Chia, Alana Morris, Richard Watts and me, George Dunford. Our theme music is Chasing Waterfalls by Tim Scheel. We were lucky enough to have Rick Chu's Hareth as our music for this episode, which features Rick Chu on piano, Daniel Loverover on violin and Lachlan Dent on cello. This podcast was produced on the lands of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to Kulin elders past, present and emerging. Sovereignty has never been ceded.